We're on page 26, Sif Vav, the Maimur, the last Sif of this Maimur, Yachil Lovenu. The previous two Sifim really were describing what we ended at the end of Sif Gimel um, about this idea of Mamali Kolomim and Sevi Kolomim. This chalkus, the idea of different differentiation of revelations of the divine energy, is only shaykh in the Eid of Mamalikon. The light of Hashem, which is mitzumtzum, which is contracted, limited, therefore encloses into each creation according to its capacity, its nature. But Sevi there is no differentiation, it's revealed in every place equally, but obviously it's because it's Sevi, it's a revelation of the infinite energy of Hashem, it's not felt, it's not sensitive within any world. And then we said, that there's a marshal for this in Siv Dalit. We feel in the Koiches of the, in the Giluye Hanefesh, the Koiches being the Mamalikolom, and the Giluye Hanefesh being the Sevi Kolom. The Koiches being the ten powers of the soul from Chachma all the way to Malchus, and the Giluye Hanefesh is just the highest Kloli, the general life force that a person feels himself. Um, he, he feels himself from his head to his toes all equally. And then in the next Sif, we spoke about really that there's actually in more detail, there's three levels here. There's the fact that basically there's the potential that Hashem has for all types of different revelation, infinite revelation, finite revelation, but all just in a potential where they don't actually exist. And then there's the source of the Sevev Kolom and Kesser and the Ratzin of Hashem. And then there is the Mamalikolomim, which is the actual um, how the divine energy includes itself in the ten spheres. And then this whole idea of Mamali and Seviv all started from in Sif Gimel to bring it back that we were talking about the explanation of Yichud HaLavavis, what it means the unification of the hearts. We asked a bunch of questions at the beginning of Sif Gimel about Yachid Lovavinu the Yavalida Shmechel, that the whole purpose of the Avoida within the heart is tefillah, is to arouse love and fear. And this is this arousal of love and fear at the time of davening, not only does it make it so if you don't have this love and fear, your tefillah is not accepted favorably by Hashem, but also your whole fulfillment of Tayyar is the rest of the day, and the way you act the rest of the day is, de- is dependent upon your arousal of love and fear during your davening. And that's why you ask Hashem, please. Have mercy on me that I should have this experience, this love and fear, and this which comes about through the Yichud Lavavis, the unification of the hearts. What does this mean? First of all, Yichud Lavavis, the unification of the hearts. And the second is the Yichud Lavavis that should be for the sake of the arousal of love and fear of your name. Meaning there's two types of Avoida here. The, just the Etzem Yichud Lavavis, such the actual Yichud Lavavis without talking about, without relating to anything, any goal from it. And then there's the Yichud Lavavis, which is for the sake of love and fear, which is that's even higher. So we have to understand what is Yichud Lovavis in general, and what is the idea of the Yichud Lovavis, unification of the hearts, for the sake of loving and fearing your name. We also have to understand what it says first, Li'ava, Li'ira. First it says Ava, then Yira. Seemingly, the Voida of Ava is higher, therefore it should be Makdim, the easier Voida first. And the Kalalakavi, first it should be Yira, then Ava. Because the whole idea of Voida is Besayda Vadraga, in an orderly fashion. And um, so then we said that there must be different levels in Yichel There's different levels in this unification of the hearts. So we said, and this is where we're going to get to our Sif, that when we say, Yachid Levoveinu, unify our hearts. There's two, there's three ideas here. One, Yachid means Yichud ve'ichud. 
the unification, which means a person has two hearts within him. You should love Hashem with all your hearts. Which means that even your even your or more specifically your animal soul should also come to love Hashem. And through the unification of the hearts, meaning you unify your godly soul with your animal soul, then even your animal soul should come to love Hashem. And that's how you the that to love and fear your name, even the animal soul. And the other second explanation of Yachid means kavua, a establishing, unique. Like it says, Yichid le Mokim, he set aside a place for something. So, what does that mean? And um, also, the idea of Yachid, you set aside a place for something, that means that through you establishing this place, the thing which you're basically putting, setting aside, it goes out of its specific Rishus and it becomes unified with the place which you are designating for it. And the third idea of Yachid means bitter. Like they say, what does it mean, bitter? I mean, clearly. They knew clearly that that is where the Arun was hidden. Yichud, clearly. Um, so the general idea of these three Pirushim and the word Yachid is there's two ideas here. There's two ideas in the Achtus and the Yichud and this unity, the Yachid Levenu, is that the Yachid Levenu unite our hearts that there should be, the heart should be designated, like we said, Yichli Mokim, designated and totally dedicated to godliness, nothing to nothing else. You should have only one heart for Hashem, for His Father in Heaven. You shouldn't have any other desires for anything else except for to do Hashem's will. Such a strong desire should only exist for godliness and for nothing else. And then the person becomes, Yuchod becomes totally unified with godliness and attached to godliness. And the second idea here is that a person's Dveikus, the person's attachment and his unity with godliness should be, yichud, like we said, the third explanation, should be clear, yichud should be very clear, clear, in, in Yiddish. And then we brought up this idea, this interesting idea, which brought us to the explanation of Sevi Mamale, meaning, um, which is above a, a basically a, a essential attraction, which is totally above intellect, which is above logic, and which doesn't, it's not implying, not talking about this idea that it's essential um, connection that every single Jewish soul has because it's a literally piece of God, um, but we're rather we're talking about a amshocha um, a, a essential attraction which is brought about through um, hasaga, through comprehension. What does it mean? Meaning, the first of all, a person's service is contemplating ideas, spiritual ideas which he can't comprehend with his intellect, and from that he comes afterwards to a essential attraction, meaning through contemplating ideas which are even above which are more abstract and above intellectual contemplation and even though they are above intellect nevertheless they still can be grasped and felt and sensed within clearly within intellect that's the idea of bitter the idea of clear 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 clarity and then we went into this whole explanation of there's two types of mashachis and chayis and shefa from which comes to Yitzchalkos and Sevkol. And then we explain the Mashalim and the Nefesh, and, and really in detail, there's three different levels actually, before the Tzimtzum, after the Tzimtzum, and now we're getting back to these ideas of the Yachil Avinu from the Lashon Yichud Abidur, that when you arouse the Samshacha Atzmis within yourself, the essential attraction to Godliness, which comes about first through Seichel, and then eventually contemplating things which are above Seichel, which that will bring out your Samshacha Atzmis your essential attraction to Hashem, which is 
which even though you're contemplating things which are above intellect or more abstract, nevertheless, they're felt clearly within your intellect, these ideas. So let's understand this now. Hineng. These two types of drawing down of godliness, of influx of godliness, which are drawn down from Hashem's infinite essence, which are called, which are two different ways of Hashem's expressing His divinity. One in an infinite way, which is Seviv, therefore it's called encompassing because it's not felt, because it's an infinite revelation, therefore not felt, not sensed within the world. And Malikulam, the light of Hashem, which is revealed in a contracted, limited way, which is felt within the worlds, which are actually two different types, two different um, ways of contemplating, of comprehending godliness, the greatness of Hashem. Which bring about, these two types of comprehension, contemplation, bring about two different types of divine service, which are, this is going to return to what we said, that there's one, first of all, a person has to contemplate on godly ideas, which lend themselves to be able to be grasped within the intellect, which is the mamalikalam, the light of Hashem, which is contracted, condensed, concealed, limited, and therefore within the limited realm of the intellect to understand. And then you come to a higher level, which brings about the Hashem, the essential attraction of the soul to Hashem, which comes about through contemplating things which are above intellect, which is saving kolam. So now let's say, Kiyadua, the kol, la sagva, skola, hine, amitosa, hi, kishmavil, adavar, lefi, and as it's known, every every intellectual concept, godly intellectual concept, Amitasa, its true purpose and its truth of this intellectual concept is only when it brings to something in Avaida, to practical, actual divine service fitting to the character of this contemplation which you're thinking about. Meaning the contemplation itself is not the goal, it's not the end all. Just thinking about Hashem, how He's so great and how His greatness is expressed in different ways, depending on the Hasagavaskala. No, the truth of any intellectual idea, speaking about Hashem's greatness, is only when it brings to actual divine service and how you change your life and how you connect to Hashem in an actual way. Each intellectual contemplation according to its specific idea. What does this mean more specifically? That any Haskala, Amitosa, its truth is when it brings to Avaida, meaning that the Isamtus of the Haskala, when does this intellectual idea take on a true form? When is the truth of it, the essence of it, truly reached? Only through Avaida, only through practical divine service. You can't reach the truth of this contemplation of the greatness of Hashem unless it actually brings out divine service. If it just remains abstract within Seichel, that is not the true expression of this idea. The true expression, when is it truly expressed? Only when it brings to actual Aveda. And that's when you see that it is very true. Because if it's ultimately true, if it's true, then it's true on every plane of existence, not just within the realm of intellect, not just the, in the abstract. But it's true, its truth permeates every single level of creation all the way down to action. And therefore, when do you see the truth of a concept? Only when it brings to actual, and it becomes expressed in the lowest level, then you see that this must be true, because its truth permeates, extends to every single level. 
And therefore, these two types of ways of contemplating Hashem's greatness, both the contemplation of the idea of Hashem filling all the worlds, the expression of divinity in a limited way, which fits into every single world according to its capacity, and the contemplation of Hashem, how He encompasses all the worlds, which is referring to Hashem's unlimited revelation. They both bring to two different types of divine service. Like we just said, that is the true expression, the truth of these ideas, only when they bring to service, divine service. There is a certain type of divine service which comes about from the contemplation of Hashem's greatness, which is expressed in the Malakalim, the limited level of divinity which fills all the worlds. And then there's the Divine service which stems from the contemplation in the light of Hashem, which encompasses all the world. Even though it, these two types of divine service um, come about through love and fear of Hashem, because love and fear of Hashem are truly, like the Zayar says, they're the Godfin, they're the wings for any type of divine service. Any type of divine service has to be the wings of that divine service, meaning what actually causes it to rise and to connect to godliness is only when it is infused with love and fear of Hashem. The emotion, the emotional experience that a person has in their divine service is what truly connect him to Hashem in a revealed way. Whereas without the love and fear, even though there is a connection to divinity, but it's not felt, it's not sensed within the person and also within the world. So even though these two types of divine service, which are characterized by the contemplation of Mali and Sevev, are they come about through love and fear, just like basically love and fear are really the wings, meaning they bring to fruition any type of avoida has to come about through by means of love and fear. And so to these two contemplations of Mali and Sevev, Hine, nevertheless, Yedua, but nevertheless, within love and fear itself, there are many different uh, levels. And in general, there are two different types of love and fear. Two different types of love and fear. And even though two types of avoida, which are drawn from Mamali and Seviv, come about through love and fear, nevertheless, there are actually in general, two different types of love and fear. Avira tatoin va'avira ilayin. The lower love and fear and the higher love and fear. The ba'avira tatoin. When you're talking about the lower love and fear, then the beginning of divine service starts from fear. Like it's explained in the other place in Chassidus, the seder of the avira of in the emotional experience is the lower level fear, then the lower level love, and then the higher level love, and then the highest fear. So it's interesting that it starts with fear, but it ends with fear. And the middle is the two types of love. So in the lower level, um, love and fear, the beginning of the Avedah, the beginning of your divine service is with fear. And from this simple fear that a person just has this Kabbalah sale, a fear to rebel against Hashem, we explain in Parak Mamalat and Tanya, there's the Rishas Avedah, the beginning and the root of all divine service has to start with accepting upon yourself that Hashem is your king and therefore you're afraid to rebel against Him you're afraid to disconnect yourself from him. That's the beginning of divine service. And from that lower level of fear comes the lower level of love. 
um, which is the love of Hashem, which usually which speaks about Chassidus, which stems from your contemplation of how Hashem relates to the world, how Hashem is enclosed within the worlds and gives life, is the true life of all the worlds. And therefore you want to connect to that life force within the worlds. But now we're talking about the higher love and fear. It's, it's switched around. And this is going to answer the question that we said in the beginning of Sif Gimel, of Unify our hearts to bring us to love and to fear. Seemingly, we said it should have started with fear, because fear is the lower level, and then you come to the higher level. But now we're going to say here that there is a seder when it goes, it goes first, love, then fear. And that's when we're talking about the higher love and fear. And that is what that, that Pasuk is talking about. That the yichud lavavis is for the sake of arousing love and fear. And that's, there's a yichud lavavis by itself, which is relating to the lower love and fear. And then there's a yichud lavavis, which relates to arousing the higher love and fear. Which is about bringing about the higher level of love and fear, and so that's why it's first of love than fear because we're talking about the ava yirei hine ava. The beginning of divine service when you're talking about these higher ones it starts with love. We're at the top of page twenty-seven. Starts with love. And from the higher level love, you come to the higher level fear, which the higher level love usually relates to contemplating Hashem's greatness, how He totally transcends creation, how He saves Kolam how he is totally above everything and therefore everything is totally bottled to him and that you come to a desire a strong desire you arouse a desire to cleave to Hashem to connect to Hashem which totally transcends logic which brings you to a close nefesh almost you want to leave creation whereas the other lower level fear or lower level love which comes about through contemplating the greatness of Hashem how he's expressed within creation doesn't make you want to leave creation for carrots you, you want to love Hashem your God before He is your life basically just like a person wants to connect to his life force he wants to connect to Hashem and Hashem is the true life of everything and that life force He is the life force behind the whole creation so you don't want to leave creation for care. you want to connect to the godliness within creation Hashem is the true life force of creation but this higher level of love is it um, flows from your contemplation of Hashem how He transcends creation therefore you want to leave creation and from that, you come to the highest level, which is Yira the highest level of fear. Like it explains in Tanya and other places, Yira Boishas, a fear of just existing. Not a fear, more of an awe of being the presence of Hashem's tr- essence. You're standing directly before Hashem's true essence. Yira Um Now we answer the question, why does it say unify our hearts in order to love and fear your name? Love first. Even though we said that when you're talking about the lower level, it's fear first. In general, this this request relates to Davening. Um What is Tfila? Tfila is prayer is the latter of connection of the soul to godliness. Basically, it's your, it's through tefillah, it's your soul's way of ascending and being able to connect to Hashem. And how does this happen? How does this brought about? Through through refining the physical matters, meaning sifting through everything physical within this world and finding its divine purpose and thereby freeing the divine spark within everything and connecting it back to its source and uplifting it back to its source. So tefillah is basically the time when throughout the day a person is involved in physical things and his avoda is then to, um, like it says, the two famous psukim, or one of those in Maimon Chazal, but 
Um, all of your, all of your deeds should be for the sake of heaven. Everything you do to do for the sake of heaven. So when you're doing something, you're making a parnasa. It's all for the sake that you should be able to have enough money to give tzedakah to learn the minuchas nefesh, etc. Or behold, know Hashem in all your ways, meaning that within the ways yourself, you're 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 finding Hashem. Your eating itself is for the sake of connecting to the divine sparks within the food. Your working itself is in order to connect to people to to Yiddishkeit within your workplace. Not just that your workplace has nothing to do with Hashem, but you use the money from it to connect to Hashem. But no, the workplace itself is a place where you connect people to Hashem. And anything you do, you're always sifting through the physical, trying to find the purpose within every physical thing, connecting that. And by finding the purpose and then using it for that purpose, you connect it back to its source. Halasim. But the tefillah, the prayer, is what actually now brings these sparks and connects them back to the divine source. You can't just sift through the physicality and reveal its purpose without having prayer to bring it back up, to actually connect it back. Because the prayer is when you arouse your love and fear and you actually, so to say, create these wings, this emotional experience, which in a revealed way connects your whole consciousness to godliness. So that is what Please, Hashem, have mercy, unify my hearts in order that I should come to this higher level of, of um, love and fear of your name. The general, this general request is, is during tefillah. We're asking Hashem to experience that. So that's in general, like I said earlier, the time of tefillah is the time of avodah, of the lave, of the heart, when you're trying to arouse love and fear of Hashem. So this request, please, Hashem, have mercy. I should have love and fear is during tefillah. And what is tefillah in general? It's a, it's the latter, basically, the pathway of connection of your soul to godliness and connecting all the physical, the godly sparks that were trapped within the physicality back to their source. So receive. And it also says in the verse, Yaakov's dream, the lad, of the ladder of Hashem, the angels going up and down the ladder, which the Zerah says is referring to tefillah, that there is a ladder which is standing on earth and at the top of the ladder was reaching the heavens meaning that the prayer the ladder of prayer like we just said which the whole experience of prayer is a ladder basically a time of ascent of the soul to connect from the physical and go all the way back to the spiritual that this ladder of prayer is standing on the earth meaning meaning it's, the, it's standing on the artsa, which artsa if you um, look at the letters, it's Eretz, and then Hey, Eretz Hey, or Eretz, yeah, Eretz Hey, the lowest level, basically, which is the Hey, the last level of the four levels, uh, four letters of Hashem's name, Yud Kei Vav Kei, the lowest level, basically, Tefillah starts on the lowest level, like I said, it starts with a person's coming from his physical experience, um, when he just woke up, or even Minchas, even more, is coming literally directly from his physical experience of work, and he's now his job now is to connect himself emotionally back to Hashem, and thereby also connecting all the sparks which he worked with during the day back to their source. So the bottom of tefillah is on the earth, the lowest level. But the, the top of tefillah, Magia Shemayma, reaches the heavens. Madriga Yisraelina, Shua Makiv the Kisri Lo, which the Shemayma, the heavens, refers to the highest level of divinity, which is the Makif, which is the encompassing level of divinity, which is the Kesar Elyin. The supernal crown of Hashem, which always refers to the crown, which encompasses the head, meaning the level of the infinite revelation of Hashem, of the Ratan of Hashem, the Hashem's will, which is synonymous with the Savior of Kolomim.
But in this ladder of prayer, there's specifically, particularly, there's four different rungs of this ladder. The first rung of the ladder is you start from this process of uplifting your soul, connecting it back to its source and divinity, the highest levels of the Kesar Aliyin, basically Hashem's essence. The first level is you have to have Haidah, admitting which also is synonymous with the idea of simple bittel, which also is more synonymous with the yiratata, the lowest level fear. And that's why the beginning of tefillah, you start maida'ani, and this maida'ani is before you have any asag at all, any contemplation of Hashem at all. You just wake up, you right away say, hey, duh, I admit that you are, the, I thank you Hashem, and I admit both thanking and admitting. You're admitting that Hashem is the true existence, even though you don't understand it. You're thanking Hashem, which is also as this when you're thanking, when you're thankful, you're being mevatal yourself, and you're realizing that everything I have is from Hashem and not, not from me. So the first step of prayer is Haida. The deeper idea of Haida, of admitting, of this first stage of prayer is even though you yourself you don't understand. He's greatness, the greatness of Hashem and whatever you're talking about right now. You don't get the true essence of what's happening. Nevertheless, you admit that the truth is so. And that is the level that you're at at the beginning of prayer. You don't get anything. You haven't yet experienced an intellectual connection with Hashem. You haven't contemplated anything yet. It's the beginning of prayer. You're just admitting that even though I don't understand, I admit that Hashem is truly great and everything is bottled to Him, etc. Ashliva Abay is the second stage of prayer, the second rung of this ladder of connecting yourself back to Hashem. He, Pesukah Dezimre, is now the verses of praise. Baruch Shamar all the way to Yishtabach. What is the purpose of this Pesukah Dezimre? Shehiyah is Beninus Ba'askolo Ba'asoga Shehiyah is Baruch Mahave Mechayeth Kolo Nivroim What is the general idea of Pesukah Dezimre, the verses of praise? It's your contemplation, your deep thinking, about how Hashem, may He be blessed, brings into being everything, all of the creations, and enlivens them with an inner vitality. All the creations. Like it explains in other places, and said this difference in Mahave and Mechaye, specifically also in Shaykh Vemuna, Altiker Mechaye El Mahave, Hashem not only does He give the inner vitality, the inner life force of everything, which is like the Mamali Kolomim, he also is Mahave. He gives the actual existence of everything. He creates it Yashmi'ayin, which is the save of Kolomim from Hashem's infinite revelation. So contemplating these ideas during Pesukah de Zimna, which talks about basically how Hashem relates to creation, the greatness of Hashem, which is seen from creation, how He creates everything, how He enlivens everything, Atu Mechayes Kulom, Atu Hashem Levadecho, Atu Mechayes Kulom, Atu Mechayes Both ideas here expressed in Pesukah de Zimna. The idea of the Ashkoch Pratis, divine providence, the specific divine providence of Hashem watches over every detail of creation and orchestrates everything and is involved in what happens within creation. This divine providence, which is found and expressed in this verse, which says, and you enliven everything. You are the inner life force of everything. Therefore, you also are orchestrating everything. It is something which is understood and comprehended to every single person. 
quote from Tanya, which probably has a source from another place, but anybody who has a brain within his skull, he has the ability to see Hashem as divine providence, and to recognize the one who created the whole world um, through looking at creation. Every person can see how Hashem is involved within the, every detail of creation. You can see that there's a, there's a lot, something a lot deeper here happening throughout your day, looking at how Hashem is involved in every, every detail. If you, Hashem, enliven everything, obviously Hashem is involved in every single detail of everything. Everyone can understand that. You understand that nothing in this world can live and can have any spiritual properties without having the inner vitality of Hashem. And therefore, if Hashem is enlivening everything with the inner vitality, He must be also orchestrating everything. And therefore, you can also, from the fact that you look at the creation, you can recognize that there must be a creator. So this is the Pesuk of the Zimna. This is now, you're not at the lowest stage of Hoidah anymore, just admitting that the truth is that Hashem is great and that everything is being enlivened by Him, but you don't yet understand it. Now you come to a level of understanding how Hashem is creating everything, enlivening everything, as Mashkiach and everything, as Ashkach Pratis. You're recognizing this all from the greatness of Hashem, how it's reflected from looking at the creation. The third rung of tefillah of your ascent to connect your soul back to Hashem and all the divine sparks which are involved through the whole day, connecting them back to Hashem. He, Birchas Krishma, as the blessings of Shema. Which this, the blessings of Shema, which speak about the angels praising Hashem and the great love that Hashem has for his nation. This is all a preparation for a person to be ready to say the Shema, Shema Yisrael, which is not just saying words, but it's really a, a deep experience of what is hinted to, what it is the meaning of Shema Yisrael, but to prepare yourself, um, to prepare yourself for this experience which of Shema Yisrael, which is Shuhu Inyan which is Hashem Echad, Hashem is one, is the true, the only true existence. Like it's explained in Chassidus. There's no other existence besides Him. No other true existence. That is the idea of Yichud the higher level unity of Hashem. Which comes about through the person's contemplation, a deeper level of understanding of Das Elyon, the higher level Das, the higher level um, knowledge of Hashem. So, what is it going to prepare a person to experience the Shema Yisrael, which is basically experience the love, love of Hashem brought about through contemplation of Hashem's um, true unity, meaning that He is the only, the true, unique existence. Nothing else has a true existence because everything is totally bottled to Him. And everything before Him as if it doesn't exist. That is all to bring to like it says right after Shema, a experience of loving Hashem. Which this experience is a lot higher level love than the love which is aroused through the contemplation of Hashem, how He is recognized through the creation. Like we said, that's the lower level love which is more from Hashem's Mamalikalam, how Hashem fills all the worlds in a, with a limited revelation of divinity. This level here we're talking about is not Tata, which is more the lower level unity, how Hashem is livens all the worlds and gives room for worlds from the fact that he the fact that he creates them and that he 
is mislabish with the inim, but the chayis pnimis shows that he's already machshiv the velt. Therefore, this level of love, which is going to be derived from this contemplation, only is going to be a love which is limited, just like you're thinking about a level of divinity which is limited. In Haraya, that it's enclosed within the limited creations, this level of divinity. Now here, this third level here, the blessings of Shema leading up to your experience of Shema, the whole point of Shema is to think about how Hashem is totally transcends all creation, Yichud He's totally above creation. He's saved with Kalm, and all the creation is not nothing compared to him. As if it doesn't exist. Kilu ein sham ulmis, like it says in Torah As if there is no worlds at all. From this perspective of Hashem, how he, in his essence, how he totally transcends creation. Before he contracted himself, so to say. The stage, how he totally transcends all of creation. So, in order to get yourself ready for that, you have the blessings of Shema which talk about the bittel of the malach and the bittel of the angels, how they're totally nullified to Hashem, and nothing, and they say, Kaddish, 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 Hashem is so above worlds, which that's what the Yichud is all about. And how, even so, even though Hashem is so high, He loves us, and He brought us up, He connected us to that oneness. He instilled within us this godly soul, which is literally a part of that, of that essence. So thinking about that gets you ready to experience this idea of Yichud of Shema Yisrael, Hashem Echad, um, which comes about through a higher level contemplation of Hashem's true essence and how all the worlds are nothing compared to that. There's a chazal which says the, the angel Matat connects, or he sort of say, makes crowns for his creator, for his maker, meaning Hashem, for the prayers of the Jewish people. What does this mean? This chazal, which is very cryptic chazal, meaning that the whole point of tefillah, which he's doing this from the tefillahs of the Yisrael, is the ascent of the soul to connect, to become attached to to Hashem's crown, the divine crown, which is Shemaima, like the, the, the head of the ladder. Meaning basically to connect yourself back to Hashem's very essence, Hashem's will. Synonymous with his very essence, basically, in, more, in a general sense. And that is the whole, all these rungs are bringing you to have this experience of being connected all the way back to Hashem's very essence. And therefore, being the whole point of tefillah is to connect back to the Kesser, Hashem's will, Hashem's essence. Therefore, the idea of tefillah is who Yehi Ratzin. Like it says, that we're trying to ask from Hashem, may it be your will, Hashem, that. All these things should happen, like we praying for in the Shemineser, please. A good year, health, the Geula, etc. I trying to bring about a new Ratzin from Hashem, which Ratzin is the idea of Kesar Elion, Kisra Ilah. The Kesar is synonymous with Ratzin, Hashem's will. The whole idea of Tefillah is to reach that Shemaima, the will of Hashem, to draw down a new will. To draw down a new will from Hashem, and it should be expressed and healing somebody who is decreed that he should be sick, you're bringing out a new will from a level which transcends that, which transcends that gzeda, to bring about refuah or geula, and redemption and the blessing of the year is more parnasa, even though even if it was decreed otherwise. So all these things is the whole point of tefillah, to reach that shamayma, to draw down a new will a from higher than transcends the level of the will which Hashem basically relates to creation, 
more mitzumtzum dika dargev yilakus, which already decreed should be otherwise, but you're trying to get all the way up to reach up to the Shem's very essence and change this. So, talking about the unity of the hearts to bring you to the higher level of love and fear, because that's why it says love first. And this is during tefillah, which tefillah is the, the ladder of connection of the neshama to godliness through the refining of the physical things in this world, like we said. And this ladder goes from the lowest level to the highest level, like you explained all the levels of tefillah. The highest level being when you reach the actual Shemina Esrei, the Amida prayer, which you're standing, like a servant before its master, and therefore you're standing, you don't even make any loud noise, because it would be rebelling against the master if you would talk so loud in front of him. You don't, you can't even open your mouth at that moment. Please open my mouth, Hashem. I'm so bottled. I have no existence when you're at this level. And that's the Yirei Law. You're embarrassed of your very existence. Not you're embarrassed to do something against Hashem. You're embarrassed of existing. And that's the highest level of the rung of tefillah, which that's when you reach the Kesar Elyon to draw down. And if you are truly holding by that level, and you've gone through the rungs of tefillah, then you can draw down that Ratzai Chodesh, and you're standing directly in front of Kesar Elyon to draw down that Ratzai Chodesh, the new will. And so therefore, V'zeo, um, now returning, V'zeo, now can understand what it means to unify our hearts to love and fear your name. The general content of this request is two ideas here. One of them is the unification of a person's hearts, like I said, the two hearts of the animal soul and the godly soul, which comes about through the contemplation, the person's contemplation in Hashem's divine energy, which is, fills all the worlds, the contracted, limited divine energy. Which is expressed in this verse, like we say in Pesukah the Zimna, you enliven everything, Hashem. You are the inner life force of everything, the Mamalikolim of everything. You fill all the worlds, like say, just say. And the Medrash tell him, "Man the Shem Malas Actually, in Brachis also, "Man the Shem Malas Aguf Kachakos Brachu Malas Just like the soul fills the body and gives it inner life, so too Hashem is the inner life of all the worlds. The fact that you see that the world has this. Life within it. You look at the world; it's it's, it's it has life. There's a vegetative property. The trees are moving; they're growing. The whole world is alive. That is the mamalikolam. So this take of this because there's two ideas. One is the unification of your hearts, the your unification of your godly soul and your and your animal soul, which comes about through contemplating Hashem's greatness expressed in the mamalikolam, how He's the life force of everything, just like the soul and life is the body. Kol echad echad das. Any single person who has a little bit of das, a little bit of recognition, of knowledge, meaning has a little bit of the ability to think about something, to identify with it. And he actually puts his mind to it, meaning obviously everyone has ma'at das. You always, everyone has basically a little bit of an ability to understand, to think about things. But... Lavdavki is going to actually pay attention and think about it. You can go, go around, go around life. You have the ability, but you don't do it. And he also tries to emotionally focus himself on these ideas. We just spoke about the A person has the ability to see godliness in Hashem's 
divine providence, individual divine providence on everything. Both regarding his personal things in his own life, and also, you see the from the general world, what's happening, the wars, everything that happened in the whole world, different things which are happening. You see Hashem guiding everything. And this is all stemming from Hashem being the the inner life force of everything, and therefore being mashkiach at everything. You see clearly, you see clearly godliness in a clear, literally godliness in a clear way. If you think about this for a little bit, you have a little das and you have a little attention and you can focus yourself mentally and emotionally. You can come to this see that there's literally godliness in front of you within everything. And from this contemplation, you can come to a arousal of love and fear, to fear Hashem, who is the life force of everything, and therefore, how could you rebel against Hashem? In the very moment you'd be rebelling against Him, He is giving you your life. And also to serve Him, thinking about this, it would make you want to serve Hashem, being that He is giving you your life every moment. So this is one idea of the Yachid Levenu. Unify my hearts, please help me, Hashem. Like I said earlier, have mercy from heaven. Help me basically involve even my animalistic instincts. My human part of myself should also see this godliness within everything and be aroused within my human flesh, fleshy heart to a love and fear of you, Hashem. To a fear, an awe, more of a fear here. Be afraid of rebelling against that life force which is giving you life every moment and the desire to to serve that to serve Hashem being that he's your life force that's one idea expressed please Hashem have mercy and help me come to this he's aided us coming through the explainers of Mali Abay's the second idea is the higher level of love and fear which comes about through the contemplation of the person in the infinite energy of Hashem, which is the Seva Kulam, the energy of Hashem, which is an infinite revelation of godliness, and therefore encompasses all the worlds equally, is not felt within the worlds, but rather just an infinite revelation. Now we're returning to what we said earlier, this this essential attraction, which comes about through contemplating Seviv, the level of divinity which transcends usually, which is above the grasp of intellect. And that makes this, um, even though this level of divinity is above intellect, nevertheless, it's felt clearly, it's felt clearly within your intellect. Even though this infinite revelation of divinity of Sevikolam, it's impossible to comprehend it, to grasp it, that it should be understood and comprehended literally in a clear way, just like a person can literally connect to and sense and feel the light of Hashem, which is Mamalikolamun, even though you can't come to that same level of comprehension and connection to that of that you have with the Malikolamun. The light of Hashem, the energy of Hashem, which is Malikolamun, fills all the worlds. You, a person can experience a Mukhashtika, a truly sensual feeling, um, a real experience of this divine energy. The person can actually see with his fleshy eyes sometimes if he pays attention. He can experience godliness within everything, realizing that everything has a godly life force and seeing that Ashkachaprat is so clearly sometimes, which is basically revealing to you the Malakalman within everything. 
but this is not true, the experience which you can have, the connection you can have with mamish. It doesn't truly come with a true comprehension like Mamali does. Nevertheless, through great, immense toil, understanding and thinking about these different analogies that we spoke about of the revelations of the soul, which relate to this level of Sevev Kolman. Like we said earlier, of the Ratzin of the soul, if you really work hard in thinking about these ideas, these Mashalim, which are Mashalim for the abstract level of Sevev Kolman, you can come to a grasp of the general concept of the idea of the energy of Hashem, which is Sevikon. And through this comprehension, you come to the higher level of love and fear. Which is the higher level. How, please Hashem, have mercy from heaven to help me be able to contemplate these ideas which usually don't lend themselves to the contemplation of the human brain. Please help me understand these Mashalim, which are Mashalim before the Edom Asaviv. To at least come to understanding of the general idea of seviv, and through that to arouse the higher level of fear and love and fear, like I said, which stem from contemplating how Hashem totally is above worlds. Because when you do have this grasp, this even this general grasp within your mind of this idea of seviv, that grasp within your mind will cause that it should also shine within your heart. In a revealed way, and how do you cause that this comprehension of the, of the mind should shine within your heart? Only through the service of the heart, which is prayer. Prayer is the time which you're working to bring the contemplation of your mind into your heart. You learn chesed for davening about the greatness of Hashem, the Savior of Kolam, and all the mashalim of the of the giluye hanefesh, not the keiches hanefesh, which are mali the giluye hanefesh or Savior. You thinking, but you thought about it. A little bit. You learned. You thought about it before with your talis and filling on, like it says in another place, Exodus. You tried to truly contemplate it in a way where your nefshamamish and understand it. Please, Yachlevinu, have mercy, Hashem, and help me understand this abyssal, at least a general way. And then during tefillah, what's your point now? Is to try and experience it emotionally, to try and bring that contemplation from the mind into the heart. That is through a vaydish belief of tefillah. And being that we're talking about the higher level of love and fear, therefore it prefaces it says first in unite our hearts to love and fear, not fear but first, which usually is the, the easier one is first, because we're talking about the the higher ones. So therefore it prefaces love before fear, being that in the in the higher level of love and fear, the love, the higher level of love brings to the higher fear. Because first you have this experience where you contemplate the save of Kolam and Hashem is totally above worlds and you want to leave worlds and connect to that and lose yourself in that. And then all of a sudden you realize, oh my gosh, I'm literally before the essence of Hashem, the King Himself. And you are all of a sudden, all of a sudden aroused in the fear. Ayuda an embarrassment of your very existence being before the king so the Ava was what brings you up to feel Hashem's essence and then that when you realize you're, you feel that essence then you realize you're nothing compared to that and therefore 
are embarrassed and standing before that essence. Therefore, it's love first, then fear. And the revelation is that even within the heart, within your emotional experience, there should shine the light of your intellect. Meaning the intellectual ideas which you appreciated at least a little bit of Sevukol should shine within your heart, should be experienced emotionally, which obviously in the end, a person is a person is a emotional being. Like it says in a lot of places in Exodus, that the person's heart is the main part of what defines him. It doesn't, just because you understand something, you identify, you understand it in your mind very well, doesn't change you. In order to change yourself, you have to experience it emotion, emotionally. And that is when you're, you're focused during davening, to bring the intellectual experience of learning and of his into your emotional experience to change yourself. The gili should be in the heart. Through your Vedish belief. And that is the end of the Maimar Yachid Lulavenu. And just to add, this is answering the idea that we said on page 23 <coughs> that um, these general three perdition in, 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 in the word Yachid are two ideas in the Achdus and the Yichud. And we said the second one is basically um, that his person's attachment and unity with godliness should be Yichud Bidr. Hanikra klor should be clear, which is referring to the mshacha atzmis mashal ma'alim asichol v'asoga, which is above intellect. This essential attraction which comes through a contemplation of above intellect, but comes through the preface of intellect. And then we explained basically that the uh, contemplation of intellect is the that which comes about through thinking about malakolim, and then the above intellect is thinking about the mshalim we spoke about of sevif kolim. And even though these concepts are above intellect, nevertheless, they're nevertheless felt clearly within your intellect. Which basically means, so that's, this is this idea here, I just wanted to bring out this this these ideas, even though they're totally above intellect, but since they're godly and the person's soul is godly, a person senses this, the soul senses these clearly. And it brings to the Samshacha Atzimis this deep essential attraction that the soul is aroused to connect to Hashem in a deeper way than the Yisbeinus of Malik Lohman brings to, which is just a logical attraction, essential attraction. It's arousing a deep level within the soul, which is above logic. Um, but it's through, that's why it's called Yachil Lohman Lashon Klor, because we're thinking, speaking about concepts which, even though they don't lend themselves to logical understanding, but they do connect directly to your godly soul, which transcends intellect, which is totally supernatural because it's connected directly to, it is a piece of Hashem's essence. So therefore, it's felt clearly. It's yachim, lashim, yichod, bitter, it's felt clearly within your intellect.